you in the name of all that is good, all that is sacred, and in the warm and loving energy of this community, Spiritual Life Center. If you're joining us for the first time, we especially want to welcome you because we know that you are not here by accident. You're here by divine appointment. Thank you for joining us on your unique path today, and we hope you enjoy this special message from this past Sunday's service. Last couple of years have been difficult, to say the least, and we all have been pretty serious about things. So today I'm going to tell you a story about a mind-bending discovery that I made, my hilarious reaction to it, and where it all led me. It all starts with a toaster named Liam. My husband likes unusual and retro-looking things, and so a few years ago we went on a search for an interesting-looking toaster. We finally decided on a brand that was made in the UK. And when it arrived, I turned it over and found a little tag on the back that said, inspected by Liam. And so we named the toaster Liam. Now, there is a limit to our silliness. We don't refer to the toaster as Liam all the time. We call it the toaster. But inside our heads, we do know its name. Now, this toaster has a cool feature. It has a little dial that lets you set it to toast either one or two pieces of bread. And when it's set on one, only the left side slot heats up. Now, I have happily been using this toaster for about three years. But there was this one day, and I was really distracted, and I just went over and I twisted that knob, and something felt different, but I didn't really key into it. It didn't register. And I was on to the rest of the project while the toast was toasting. When I went over there and it had finished, I pulled out the toast, And to my complete astonishment and shock, the bread was only toasted on one side. And I held up the semi-toast and just stared at it. How did that happen? My brain just completely stopped. Finally, I looked more closely at the toaster. And sure enough, there was a third setting on that dial that I had never, ever noticed. You can set this toaster to intentionally toast a piece of bread on one side only, on purpose. I know, I know, but my brain just completely stopped. I couldn't begin to imagine why you would do that. I looked over at my husband and he just shrugged his shoulders and went on making his untoasted sandwich. Now you might imagine it takes a lot to make me speechless, but here I was. And I was astonished to find out how astonished I was. And I couldn't figure out why this new idea stopped me in my tracks. So the first stop, or the first step, was to find out why. So I sent a text to my nephew who was posted in London. And he wrote back and he just said, well, you toast one side so the bread is warm and the other side will absorb the spread. And I'm thinking, okay, that makes soggy bread, ew. But I went on. Now, I have to admit something. 
about two weeks after this happened, I looked at the toaster and I could see that it actually has a bagel setting. Well, duh. My excuse is that I'm not a big bagel eater and I'm gonna stick with that. But I went down this other path for almost two weeks before I figured this out and the trail I followed was actually worth it. The more I thought about this, the more I laughed at myself and the more I wondered why I was so completely flummoxed by the idea of one-sided toast. It was time to turn this into a spiritual quest. Bread is basic to our lives. Every culture has some form of bread. In many countries, toast is a symbol of comfort. And well, I guess I thought I knew all there was to know about toast. You put it in the toaster, you push a button, wait, pull it out, and add your favorite topping. Simple. But no, that isn't always the case. There are variations beyond your favorite topping. And for some reason, this revelation nudged a place in my mind. I realized in a very real way that for all I do know, I know next to nothing about other people and how they live and what their views are. For all I know, the people next door have been doing one-sided toast for years. Leonard Cohen is credited with a saying because he used it in a song, but he actually got it from his Buddhist studies. And the saying is, there's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. And that's what started to happen here. If I didn't know about toast, how could I know about anything? I know this may sound silly or drastic, but the incident cracked open my thinking, brought it into a new light because I was acknowledged that I'm pretty clueless. That probably also seems counterintuitive, but if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. The more sure I am of myself, the more sure you are of yourself, the less likely either of us is going to be open to new ideas or other ways of thinking. And we will go about our lives in a very narrow and circumscribed way. I found myself starting to think about how they do toast on the plains of Africa or in Siberia or India or the Polynesian islands. In my mind now, I see people sitting down to what I call toast, making it in their own way. And suddenly, I have a personal relationship with these imagined people. My relationship with the world has taken on a deeper and richer feeling because of this. It's more intimate because I can connect at the basic level of bread, toast. I may never speak your language. I may never visit your country. I may never really understand your culture. But we can share a cosmic toast, if you will. This funny and mind-bending adventure showed me once again that there is so much more to this world than we can ever possibly know or see. That knob with that third setting was on that toaster from day one. It simply never registered because I only thought in terms of one or two slices. I never thought in terms of one or two sides. I was a both sides now person, I still am, but I don't judge the one-siders, it's just the way they are. And I might try it someday. You can go onto the internet and find all sorts of videos that prove that you can only see what you are looking for. There are examples of how your brain fills in what might be missing. There are the ones that show text with no vowels, showing that we can still read and understand the text. And I read somewhere, honestly, that we don't believe what we see. We see what we believe. 
If I see someone walking down the street in a clown costume, what do I decide about them? Without talking to the person, all I have to go on is my personal belief about clowns, and I will make my decision based on that belief. If I believe that clowns work children's birthday parties, then I will see someone on their way to work. But someone else with a different clown belief system will see something scary or maybe a person with mental challenges. And here's the really interesting part. We can't even see the world as we want it to be. We can only see it as we believe it to be. Changing our thinking means changing our belief first. And I can tell you from experience, this is not as easy as it might seem. We have deep-seated beliefs that were planted when we were very young. I like to think of it as a cosmic pantry. We make our lives from the ingredients that we have stored in that pantry. And when something new comes along, we subconsciously compare it to what we already have in there, what we have in stock. And then we accept it or rejecting it, reject it, depending on how it fits into our recipe. We might reject it outright or decide that we already have something so similar, why try a new one? And others we can't even see because they are so completely different. And this can explain why we often repeat circumstances. Our cosmic pantries have a limited number of ingredients. Now there's always enough of those ingredients, but there is a limited number of ingredients until we go shopping, so to speak. When we study, meditate, listen, learn. We turn on the light in the pantry and we can see that we have even more to work with than we realized. And thus we improve our personal recipes for our life. The ingredients for mixing up your own cosmic energetic cocktail are so important that you might want to take an occasion to do an inventory. This is especially true when faced with a brand new or foreign idea. For example, you might ask some of these questions. What's in your pantry? How old are the ingredients? Do you like the ingredients that you have? When did you last bring in something new? Have you used any of the new ingredients or do you rely on the old standards? Are your ingredients organic? Are they made from other people's thoughts? Are your ingredients off the rack or are they bespoke? When you incorporate something new into the mix, how does the recipe change and what are the results? What is your mixing bowl made of? Is it made of hate and resentment or hope and creativity? What do you use to stir your mixer, anger or love? And how do you finish it? Do you cook it, freeze it, let it sit, rest on its own, or do you hold it and nurture it? I'm sure you can add other things to this inventory, and I really encourage you to do that. We are the only ones who can know what we believe, and we are the only ones who can change those beliefs. When we look at it and listen to other people, we can only compare that experience what is, uh, with what is already in our personal pantry. And again, we are not always aware of what that is, but we can take steps to turn on more lights in our cosmic pantry. Sometimes that's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's like when you come out of a dark building and into the sunlight. It takes a moment for your eyes to adjust until you can see clearly. 
But then it's such a relief to see things in a new light. The whole idea of one-sided toast was like that for me. I was a both sides now kind of person, but I can see the logic and I relate to the world even more clearly now and in a more intimate way. And it makes me feel so much more connected to psychically eat toast with strangers. We live in challenging times. The stress of a year-long confinement has caused a great many of us to examine our beliefs and question our priorities. And indeed, because of current conditions, priorities have actually changed. We also stand in unique times, at least for us, and this is our opportunity to take that inventory. What do we believe? What is our recipe for life? It is our opportunity to deepen our connection with each other, even though we are separated. In fact, a Zoom meeting is a great way to discover that there is no geography in consciousness. This time is also unequivocally showing us that consciousness is all there is, whether you call it God, the divine, one source, or simply consciousness, we are all one with it and it with us. And we each add to our own ingredients to it. We shine our own light in our own way. I started out with a premise. When you make toast, you cook both sides. I had a toaster named Liam that had other ideas. I misunderstood the setting and it set me on a silly path that led me to a deeper, more meaningful comprehension of how interconnected we all are. There were moments when I was really uncomfortable because a very b basic belief was challenged. I felt silly and not a little clueless. Yet that journey brought me up into seeing that the entire world is in a new light. It showed me more about myself, how I process my experiences, and finally, it brought me into deeper communion with the divine because through it all, I become more aware of interconnection and walked out into the light, seeing the world anew. This is not the first time this has happened, and I know it will be, not be the last time. Opportunities to walk into the light abound, and I am so excited to see what comes next for all of us. Blessings and may the joys of the world go with you. We are grateful for the opportunity to share with you today and hope you've taken something from this Sunday's message. If you'd like to hear more from Spiritual Life Center, be sure to click subscribe on the podcast platform you're listening from. You can find out more about our community on our website at www.slcworld.org. We look forward to being a part of your continued spiritual journey. Wherever you are, God is, and all is well. Spiritual Life Center